baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Instead of talking about much about local governments, they're going to be talking about affirming spaces to make snowflakes uh, as early age as possible. Um, by the fourth grade, they're, they're emphasizing colonization. They're treating, you know, the foundation of America as colonization. They're introducing everyone to 1619 when slaves uh, came to the shores, which is certainly an important date, but it's basically an entree into the 1619 project, which treats 1619 as our founding fundamental date rather than 1776 or, or, or 1789 when we developed the Constitution. I don't see anything in there about how the U.S. The America was the first uh, group to overthrow a, a colonial it's power. It's utterly ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Now let's get to the sixth grade here because this is, I think this one is particularly interesting. The standards previously asked students to acquire framework for thinking geographically by demonstrating the ability to locate continents, major bodies of water, uh, etc. The new standards ask students to consider who is harmed by border policies, how racism, privilege, and bias affect the way resources are distributed, and how that distribution has influenced racism and imperialism. Now I would sub- submit that maybe that that's a topic for maybe an AP course when you're a junior or senior, certainly a college course. But that's sixth grade, right, Paul? I know. It's, it's unbelievable. And, uh, and also included in that is, is they're going to discuss the United Nations 17 uh, Sustainable, <laughs> sustainable Development Code uh, which, and, and Global Warming. So this is like really thorough-growing thoroughgoing indoctrination uh, against, against anyone who wants to enforce a border in the United States against anyone who doesn't want to completely revamp our economy according to the, uh, along UN guidelines in order to deal with the climate. I mean, sixth grade is it, it's, it's really the worst one. I'm glad you flagged it. So what what is you know I, I guess this is a rhetorical question. And what is the end goal? One of the things I'd like to ask one of the um, you know indoctrinators out there. Maybe I'll ask my son at, at some point. What <laughs> what is? The, but I'm I'm serious about this. What is the ultimate point? Of all this. Now, I think the ultimate point is they don't like capitalism and they don't like this country, right? I don't have any problem with kids at a certain age, certainly. My daughter is in, you know, second grade right now, so it's hard for me to think that until she's in 10th, 11th, 12th grade that she'll be able to really understand some of these things. But you have a situation right now where I don't even know that you can trust anything that's happening in the schools, Paul. And I don't know if that means private schools or public schools, because I think the private schools are doing this too, aren't they? Uh, around here they are. I'm in Washington, D.C., and they, they certainly are. In fact, they, they've kind of led the charge um, be, because they can really do what they want. There are some minor political constraints, maybe not in D.C., but in Maryland. But, yeah, no private, there's no escape in private schools unless you handpick one, that find one that's really, you know, on point and anti-woke. I, and I agree with you. The end goal is to, is to make people, you know, make people hate America to make people view themselves as, as victims um, so that they can't, you know, do anything for themselves. Um, there, there's one thing where in fourth grade the, the entrepreneurial spirit of, of explorers is attacked. Entrepreneurship in general 
you know, is, is minimized. And, and uh, the, you know, how are people going to function? They're not teaching them how to read and write. That's in, the D, in D.C., like it's by about 20 percent of students, you know, meet minimum proficiencies. And now on top of that, they're going to make them feel like, you know, that they can't get ahead. Uh, the man is going to keep them down because of their race. It's it's it's. Just what you say. You know, I, I've offered you this guy's name has come up quite a bit in the past couple of weeks just because of the Super Bowl. But I've offered this example in the past of Colin Kaepernick because Colin Kaepernick comes out. You know, he takes a knee. I don't care. Whatever. But he takes a knee. And he comes into this news conference in the aftermath of that game years ago. And he wears basically a T-shirt that pays homage to one of the most oppressive regimes on the planet in modern history, the Castro regime, right? And the cases made by these people who put together the social studies standards and some of this other nonsense, Paul, as you know, that this country is somehow more oppressive than communist China or communist Cuba. We are far from perfect. We have terrible stains in the past. I think we can all recognize that. But one of the issues that I have with all of this crap is that it never, ever, ever recognizes our evolution and our progress, of which we've had many. Absolutely. And I want to make one more quick point about what they're trying to do. In eighth grade, they, they go with action civics. Action civics is not the civics that, that we learned in school. It's basically a lesson in instruction and activism. And students are asked to find you know, things to go and protest against. They're actually recruiting shock troops uh, for, for leftist causes. And that's in eighth grade. uh, Well, but I'm sure, I am certain that some of this will be balanced into the uh, 10th, 11th, and 12th grade with the writings of Thomas Sowell and Glenn Lowry to, you know, right? There's going to be balance. You know there will be eventually. Oh, my God. Yeah, as if. I don't know how we get out of this. This this is really frightening me because I, I mentioned I've got two kids that are lost when it comes to being anarchists. They're just anarchists. I don't know what to do. I still love them. But I, I'm telling you, it's it's problematic. With the little one, I'd love to. I'm already thinking about private school. People have asked me, why do you have her in public school? It's a good question, right? I'm not convinced that the private school option will be any better whatsoever when it comes to indoctrination. So where does that leave you? I don't have the time nor the brains to homeschool, Paul. So <laughs> I, it, it's it's problematic. It really is. I know, I know. Well, if, I think if you do uh, enough research, you might find uh, yeah. an acceptable um, private school. Around here, there yeah. are a couple, but uh, the vast majority are as bad or worse. Um, I, I think, you know, hopefully the market will take care of it, uh, at some, but, but, but maybe it'll be too late by then. I mean, if, if parents like you, uh, you know, generate demand for this sort of thing, eventually... The market will provide it, but who knows when? Well, but again, then again, you almost have to think of it this way. We have, what, maybe three more years left on this planet, according to Greta Thunberg and others. We're, we're down to <laughs> yeah. the count of the final yeah, countdown. So what does it really matter in the end? Paul, thank you. Paul Mirangoff wrote about this on the um, on the Substack, and um, you can find it. It's called Washington, D.C.'s New Woke Anti-American Social Studies Curriculum. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it. Great, great time. Thank you. Get more at 971talk.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.